Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Now get the drugs. The drugs. From my generation. I'll take the flow. The state. No cross the nation. And it's a This is Choo Choo Stew from the Cave Crew Radio, and you're listening to Alex Cardinelli on the American Variety Network. to get in the kitchen and start baking some delicious desserts and pastries. Do you have a sweet tooth like Chef Alex? Then this is the perfect show for you. Coming up live right now on the American Variety Network is Primetime Baking, a baking radio show that will focus on baking homemade goodies. And you will get delicious baked good recipes you can use for your next bake sale or anytime. So let's get in that kitchen and start baking. Are you ready for some sweetness and sugar? Primetime Baking is now live. Hello, sweet juice lovers. Welcome 
to primetime baking right here on the Chef Cardinelli cooking show exclusively on American Variety Network. Welcome to my kitchen. I'm your host, Chef Alex Cardinelli, and what a baking show I have in store for you tonight. Now, I was thinking about what sort of topic I wanted to do to bring primetime baking back, and I was like, I gotta do something that is unique, that is interesting, and that has never been done before on the Chef Cardinelli cooking show. So I got to thinking, and I said, hey, why don't I do a baking show where I talk about recipes that have unusual ingredients in them? That is exactly what I'm going to talk about tonight here on Primetime Baking. You know, a couple weeks ago, I was looking to make a no-bake cheesecake, and I put it in the Google search bar, easy no-bake cheesecake, and something interesting came up. It was Fruity Pebbles no-bake cheesecake, and I was instantly hooked. I made the Fruity Pebbles no-bake cheesecake twice already, and it is fantastic. So it was a great experience trying something unusual in the kitchen. And I want you guys to have that same experience that I had. So tonight, we're going to talk about ingredients that you usually would snack on. Things like Oreos, things like pretzels, Twix candy, Reese's candy, and other candy. Plus, I'm going to tell you how you can make dessert with cereal. Yes, that's right, folks. Cereal. Now, there's going to be a lot of recipes on today's show, such as the delicious Fruity Pebbles Cheesecake, the Cocoa Pebbles Cheesecake, and there's also going to be Caramel Pretzel Brownies, white chocolate and chocolate-covered pretzels, among other recipes. This show is going to be nothing but recipes, so make sure you uh, have your notebook ready and you're ready to jot down some wonderful recipes. I hope that you will uh, use these recipes and experience these recipes for yourself. Now, let's get down to business, as they say, and we're going to start today's show. Now, I want to start today's show by talking about baking desserts with cereal. So, I'm going to give you a few recipes for cereal desserts that you can make in your kitchen. The first one I'm going to give you is the one that I found first, and it's a Fruity Pebble No-Bake cheesecake. Now, this cheesecake is loved by my family and my friends. Like I said earlier in the show, I made this cheesecake twice, and there was no leftovers left. That is how good this cheesecake is. Now, the Fruity Pebbles cheesecake is a good uh, cheesecake to have if you have kids, it's also good for Saturday morning cartoons. 
and you can have your bowl of cereal and cheesecake all in one for your Saturday morning cartoons with this Fruity Pebbles cheesecake. And it really is simple to make, folks. You've got very few ingredients for this Fruity Pebble cheesecake. So here we go. Fruity Pebble no-bake cheesecake. Eight ounces of Philadelphia cream cheese, softened. One cup of granulated sugar, a teaspoon of vanilla extract, a teaspoon of lemon juice, one cup of Cool Whip, and, of course, a box of Fruity Pebbles. Now, what you're going to do is you're going to cream your cream cheese and your sugar until smooth. Then add in your vanilla and your lemon juice. Then you want to fold in your Cool Whip. And then you want to add your Fruity Pebbles. You can add as much Fruity Pebbles or as little Fruity Pebbles as you would like. I used about six cups of Fruity Pebbles. That's the full box but you could use four or five cups. So, once you have your Fruity Pebbles mixed into your no-bake cheesecake, you want to put that into a prepared pie crust and spread it out until it is even. And then, after that, you want to pop it in the fridge for about four hours to let the cheesecake set up. Remove it from the fridge and decorate it with dollops of fresh whipped cream and extra uh, fruity pebbles for decoration. And that, of course, is optional. You do not have to do that. So, I highly, highly recommend that you make this Fruity Pebble Cheesecake. It is a 10-star recipe, and I found this recipe on Google. I believe it was PopSugar.com or something like that. Really, really delicious recipe. Now, you could also make a Cocoa Pebbles Cheesecake. The same thing, 8 ounces of cream cheese, 1 cup of granulated sugar, a teaspoon of vanilla, and you don't have to use the lemon juice in this because this is a chocolate cheesecake. And instead of using the Fruity Pebbles, you would simply use Cocoa Pebbles in this instance. And then you would whip it together and then put it in a prepared pie crust and refrigerate it. So same thing as the Fruity Pebbles cheesecake. You're just going to omit the lemon juice and you're going to use Cocoa Pebbles instead of Fruity Pebbles. Alright, so... My next recipe for Fruity Pebbles is very similar to the Rice Krispie Treats that is very, very popular. But instead of Rice Krispies, we are going to be using Fruity Pebbles. This is very, very, very good. So, Fruity Pebbles Treats. You're going to need a package of Jet Puffed marshmallows. You're going to need six cups of Fruity Pebbles and a stick of butter. 
So what you're going to do is you're going to put melt a stick of butter, then you're going to add the full box of fruity pebbles, then you're going to add in the marshmallows and heat until the marshmallows are melted. Then you're going to spread this into a pan until it is nice and thick and let it cool for about an hour and then you are ready to serve. It is a lot sweeter than Rice Krispie Treats, but it also is a lot more delicious. I think you guys are definitely going to like this recipe. So I'm not done yet with Fruity Pebble recipes. I still got a whole bunch of them. Now, I must go off topic here for a little while. The reason I have so many Fruity Pebbles recipes tonight is because I myself am a big fan of Fruity Pebbles. Growing up as a child, I had a lot of Fruity Pebbles as a kid watching Saturday morning cartoons. And now as a 22-year-old, I still like Fruity Pebbles. And I actually make a lot of desserts with Fruity Pebbles. And I also eat the cereal as well. So if you have kids, like I said, these are going to be amazing recipes for you. And I can guarantee you they're going to enjoy these Fruity Pebble recipes. Now, I'm going to give you some ideas of how you could utilize Fruity Pebbles in your favorite and easy recipes. Now, from time to time, we all make cupcakes. Whether it's a store-bought cupcake mix and a store-bought frosting, or it's a homemade cupcake and homemade frosting, here is an idea that can spice up your cupcakes. Add fruity pebbles to your vanilla cupcake mix and make funfetti cupcakes. Or you can add fruity pebbles to your frosting to give it a nice fruity taste. Now, if you are a parfait fan, I've got a really good idea for you. Take some vanilla yogurt, add some fresh sliced bananas, and add a good handful of fruity pebbles. This is a really, really good treat, and it really is delicious. Now, if you like making sugar cookies, add some fruity pebbles instead of sprinkles to those cookies. That is really delicious as well. Now, instead of buying a Funfetti cake mix at the grocery store for someone's special birthday, just buy a vanilla cake mix and add fruity pebbles. And then, once you frost the cake, add some more fruity pebbles. It's a lot more delicious than sprinkles, and I know that that person is definitely going to enjoy getting a nice fruity pebbles confetti cake. I was going to say confetti, but it really is the same. Confetti, funfetti. It rhymes, and it's really the same word. All right, so that's all of the recipes for Fruity Pebbles. I know what a lot of you are thinking. You're probably thinking, wow, this guy's crazy for making desserts with Fruity Pebbles, but it really is good. You've got to try it, folks. Please assure me that you're going to try making things with Fruity Pebbles. 
All right. The last cereal that I have a recipe for is for the cereal tricks. Tricks are for kids, right? Well, that is certainly true, I guess. But it's also another tricks treat. Very similar to the Rice Krispie treats. Instead, we are using tricks cereal. So you're going to need a box of Trix cereal. You're going to need a package of jet puffed marshmallows and a stick of butter. You're going to put the stick of butter, the box of cereal, Trix cereal, and marshmallows in a pan, melt it together, and then spread it out on a uh, greased cookie sheet. And that is your Twix treats or Twix cereal treats. Alright, those are my recipes for baking delicious desserts with cereal. Now, for all you sweet and salty people out there, or your sweet and savory people out there, I've got a couple of dessert ideas that I think you're going to really like. Now, pretzels. I have to be honest here, when I first heard of people using pretzels on desserts, I was really grossed out because I thought that pretzels were an appetizer-ish snack. I thought they had nothing to do with desserts. But once I had a bite of a good caramel brownie or a caramel pretzel brownie, I then changed my mind. Uh, the caramel and the sweetness of the caramel and the brownie takes over. You really don't taste the salt from the pretzel. Get a little hint of it, but it's not overbearing. It really is a great dessert. Whoever came up with putting salty things with sweet things for dessert is a absolute genius. So I've got a couple pretzel recipes, and then I've also got a few popcorn recipes. Because, let's face it, pretzels and popcorns are the most common chips that are out there. So I'm going to start with the caramel pretzel brownie recipe. I had this a few years ago, and now I make it at home. But I use the lazy way out, and I use a boxed brownie mix. But hey, that works absolutely fine. Everything does not always have to be perfect. So, you take your Duncan Hines brownie mix, follow the instructions. You're going to bake your brownie mix as per the directions on the back of the box. You're going to take your brownies out of the oven when they are done. Let them cool completely. Then you're going to use a can of caramel sauce, or you can make your own caramel sauce. I actually make my very own caramel sauce. What I do is I actually take craft caramel candies. I put them in a saucepan with a little bit of heavy cream, about a tablespoon of heavy cream, and about a half tablespoon of butter and I slowly melt them down. I have the heat on really low so it doesn't burn until I get a nice thin caramel sauce. You're going to top this over your brownie and quickly before the caramel sets you're going to place pretzels on top of the brownie. 
Now, you can use mini pretzels or the whole little two-inch ones, but nothing too big because you want to make sure that there's a pretzel on each brownie slice. Then you can slice them up and serve. I think that um, having a nice pretzel brownie with the caramel is going to be a very, very good dessert for people out there that like sweet and savory things. Now, before I get into my next pretzel recipe, I forgot to mention something, and I want to go back to the Fruity Pebbles. You could also throw in Fruity Pebbles into a bowl of vanilla ice cream. That would be very, very delicious. I don't know if I mentioned that already or not, but it just came into my head now, and I figured I would share that with you. So, now you know to throw Fruity Pebbles into your vanilla ice cream. So, I just gave out my caramel pretzel brownie recipe. Now, one of my favorite ways to have pretzels is a white chocolate pretzel and a chocolate pretzel. This is really simple to make, folks. All you do is you melt white chocolate and some heavy cream in a microwave for about a minute and then stir, or you melt chocolate and heavy cream in the microwave for a minute and stir. Then you simply take a cookie sheet lined with parchment paper or wax paper and you dip a pretzel in the white chocolate and put it on the cookie tray to set or you dip it in chocolate and put it on the cookie sheet to set. Very, very easy, yet so delicious. And those are the recipes as a baker that I like. I like the very easy recipes, but also the very tasty and delicious recipes. Popcorn time, folks. Who would think of popcorn as a baking item or as a dessert item? But you can turn popcorn into a baking item. Simply pop a bag of popcorn in the microwave and take my homemade caramel sauce, which again is the Kraft Caramels, uh, a half teaspoon of heavy cream and a half teaspoon of butter, Heating it slowly over the stove. You take that caramel sauce, you pour it into your popcorn in a separate bowl because the caramel will burn right through the popcorn bag. So make sure you're doing this in a bowl. You're going to stir with a spoon because if you stir with your fingers, you could get a possible third degree burn. But I know you will get burned because caramel is sugar and when sugar caramelizes, it is very, very hot. So please use a spoon when you're stirring the caramel and popcorn together. Then pour the caramel popcorn onto a cookie sheet and let it harden for about 20 or 30 minutes. And then you can serve the caramel popcorn. Now, You'll be getting caramel popcorn for free, basically, at your house. All you really need is the popcorn and the Kraft caramels and, of course, heavy cream and butter. But everyone should have heavy cream and butter on hand. Now, caramel popcorn goes for about 4 5 6 $7 at the grocery store. And you can make it at home for about... Three to five dollars, depending on how many bags of caramels you buy or how many bags of popcorns you buy. But generally, you only need one bag of caramels and a six pack of popcorn.
Now, this is another recipe that I got from PopSugar.com, and they call it the Candy Shop Popcorn. And basically, it's a movie theater night popcorn. They take the ideas of having candy and popcorn at the movie theater, and they put it together in one. I was a little bit skeptical when I went to try it, but you know what? It really is good. It's a very, very good creation, and you cannot knock it until you try it. So you take a bag of popcorn in the microwave. Do not add any salt or anything. It's best to use kettle popcorn so that there is no extra butter or anything. So use kettle popcorn. Pour it into a bowl. Then take some M&Ms. Throw it in there. Take some Reese's Peanut Butter Cup minis, throw it in there, take some Reese's Pieces, throw it in there, take some Skittles, throw it in there, and uh, take some uh, peanut M&M's and throw it in there, and that's your candy shop popcorn. You could, of course, use any candy that comes to your imagination. It really is up to you because it is your personal uh, dessert or snack that you're going to have when your favorite movie is on. I actually uh, had this when I was watching Finding Nemo the other day because I'm getting ready to go see Finding Dory again. So, uh, I think this is a great movie night dessert recipe. Alright, so now I'm going to tell you some awesome desserts to make with another childhood favorite of mine. Now, growing up as a child, I used to eat these all the time, and today I still eat these all the time. I'm going to tell you how to bake with Oreos right now. Oreos are America's favorite cookie. And for good reason, because there are so many flavors of them, and quite simply, because they are delicious. Now we take that wonderful chocolate cookie with the sweet, creamy vanilla filling, and we put that in a great dessert, such as a delicious cheesecake, and you have a win-win. So... My first recipe utilizing Oreos is my Easy Oreo Cheesecake Recipe. Now, I made this Oreo cheesecake for Thanksgiving, for Christmas, for birthday parties, and basically everybody loved it. So, I think you guys are also going to enjoy this Oreo Cheesecake Recipe. Ingredients. Two packages, 16 ounces of cream cheese, softened, a teaspoon of vanilla, a half cup of sugar, a half cup of heavy whipping cream, a quarter cup of milk, two eggs, and six Oreo sandwich cookies chopped, one Oreo pie crust, and additional Oreos for decorations. Alright, so I'm going to say you're probably going to need about 16 to 18 Oreos. Preheat your oven to 325 degrees Fahrenheit. In a large bowl, beat cream cheese until smooth. Gradually mix in vanilla, sugar, milk, and whipping cream, and mix until smooth. 
Add eggs one at a time. Mix just until blended. Stir in a half cup of the cookies. Pour mixture into Oreo crust. Sprinkle the remaining chopped cookies on top and decorate with some more Oreos. Bake for 35 to 40 minutes or until center is almost set. Cool. Refrigerate four hours or overnight. Now, make sure you definitely let it chill to firm up and set. When it comes time to serving this delicious cheesecake, I recommend slicing it, putting it on a plate, add a full Oreo for garnish on top, then drizzle it with some uh, fudge sauce or hot fudge and a dollop of whipped cream. And that's an Oreo lover's delight right there. Very, very delicious. So if you haven't tried an Oreo cheesecake, you've got to try this recipe. It is really, really good. It's like a cookies and cream cheesecake. Very, very good. Now, my next recipe utilizing Oreos is an Oreo cake. And this is really easy to make, folks. What you want to do is get a cake mix. Now you can get a vanilla cake mix or a chocolate cake mix or you can use a homemade vanilla cake recipe or a homemade chocolate cake recipe. I personally use chocolate recipe because I like uh, chocolate with the Oreos but you could use vanilla as well. So what you're going to do is you're going to bake your cake as normal. Then with your vanilla frosting, you can use homemade frosting like I do. For my homemade frosting, I use a pound of butter. I use five to six cups of powdered sugar. I use three teaspoons of vanilla and a teaspoon of lemon juice. I cream that together. Then you could use the homemade vanilla frosting I gave you or canned vanilla icing or frosting. You're going to crush up some Oreos and throw it into the frosting. I use 12 Oreos because I like my frosting to have a lot of Oreos in them. And I also like my Oreos to be chunky, so I just chop them in half and throw them into my frosting, and I let the KitchenAid stand mixer do the rest of the work for me. So, after you have made your frosting, you want to go ahead and frost your Oreo cake, and then after you frost it, you can decorate with more Oreos on top. So, I just saved you a lot of money because an Oreo cake would probably cost about 10 to $12 at the grocery store and you made it at home for a lot less than the grocery store. Alright, our next Oreo recipe is for Oreo cream pie. A very, very good and tasty recipe. You are going to need a prepared pie crust. You're going to need two packages of Jello vanilla flavor instant pudding, one and a half cups of cold milk, one tub of Cool Whip whip topping, sod, and 36 Oreo cookies. So, you're going to Beat the pudding mixes and milk in a large bowl with whisk two minutes. 
Stir in Cool Whip and your chopped cookies. Spoon into your prepared crust. Now you want to chop about 18 of the cookies to go in the cream pie. Refrigerate four hours or until set. Then take the pie out of the fridge when you're ready to serve and top with the 18 remaining Oreos. It's a very delicious uh, cream pie and I think you guys who serve it are going to like it. So the guy or a gal who serve it to, they're going to love the Oreo cream pie. Alright, my next Oreo recipe is one that I recently just learned about. And uh, I actually did not make this, but a friend made it. And of course I tried it. And it was uh, very good. This is an Oreo fudge recipe. And I'm a big fan of fudge. So if you are a fan of uh, fudge, you're going to like this as well. Oreo fudge. Three cups of white sugar. Three-fourths of a cup of butter, two-thirds of a cup of evaporated milk, two cups of white chocolate chips, one ounce of marshmallow cream, one seven-ounce jar of marshmallow cream, excuse me, so you want a seven-ounce jar of marshmallow cream, a teaspoon of vanilla extract, a half cup of crumbled chocolate Oreos, and one cup of crushed chocolate sandwich cookies. Oreos, of course. Directions. Shoot. Hold on a second, folks. My uh, recipe page. Oh, here we go. So you want to line a 13 by 9 inch baking pan with parchment paper. You want to bring sugar, butter, and evaporated milk to a boil in a heavy bottom saucepan, stirring consistently. Cook and stir at a boil until mixture is smooth, three to five minutes. Remove saucepan from heat. Stir white chocolate chips and marshmallow cream into the sugar mixture until completely melted. Add vanilla extract and stir. Gently fold a half cup of crumbled cookies into the white chocolate mixture until just incorporated. Spread into the prepared pan. Sprinkle one cup of crushed cookies evenly over the top. Press cookies lightly into the fudge. Cool at room temperature until set and cut into small squares to serve. Now there is a tip from the author of this recipe and he writes, Do not overmix after adding crumbled cookies or fudge will lose its bright white color. This is actually a very delicious recipe and I hope that you give it a try. Alright, my last recipe for Oreos is Oreo pudding. So what you're simply going to do is you're going to take vanilla pudding mix, mix it following the directions on the pudding mix box, and add Oreos to it, and let it sit in the fridge till it sets up, and you're ready to serve it.
Ladies and gentlemen, those are all of my uh, recipes for baking with Oreos. Right now, I'm going to go ahead and take my first and only intermission of this show. Now, during this intermission, you're going to hear a couple of radio show reminders and things that you need to know about the American Variety Network. It's only going to take about two minutes or so. When we come back, I have some more unusual ingredient recipes for you right here on primetime baking, including recipes with candy and ice cream. So do not leave my kitchen. I'm back with more right after this. Calling all Android and iPhone users. The American Variety Network now has an app that you can download. On this app, you can listen to any of our over 300 episodes of the American Variety Network. You can watch American Variety Network YouTube videos and see the posts that are made on our Facebook page with the latest show news and more. Download the American Variety Network app. Simply go to the Google Play Store or the Apple Store and search American Variety Network and click download. You are going to enjoy this app as you can listen to any of our podcasts on the go or watch our videos. Download our app, American Variety Network, and enjoy. Hey guys, Jeremy Soren of Boston City Radio. I invite you to check out Boston City Radio, the talk show, where I interview local guests and people of interest in businesses. Also, Boston City Music, where we have local artists that are up and coming. And Boston City Radio Jobs. And we also have Boston City Radio at YouTube. So check us out. Thank you very much. On Facebook at Boston City Radio, Boston City Radio. Music Hour and Boston City Radio Jobs on Facebook. Thanks, guys. Bye. July is quickly approaching. What are you going to be doing on the 4th of July? Well, one thing you should be doing is tuning into the American Variety Network's Independence Day Fest. That's right, Alice Cardinelli, Jeremy Stellhorn, and the American Variety Network are going to be hosting the second annual American Variety Network 4th of July Fest, where there will be Food talk, there will be some fun American talk, and more. Celebrate 4th of July by tuning into the American Variety Network 4th of July Extravaganza live on the 4th of July at 
12 noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific. Before you have your Independence Day barbecues, join the American Variety Network. Would you like to see my personal fish tank? Would you like to see my 120 gallon saltwater display aquarium? Then check out my YouTube channel called 413 Fish Dude on YouTube. I do fish videos, fish updates, and the occasional fish information videos. Tropical fish keepers, check out my YouTube channel and subscribe. It's time to get in the kitchen and start baking some delicious desserts and pastries. Do you have a sweet tooth like Chef Alex? Then this is the perfect show for you. Coming up live right now on the American Variety Network. Is Primetime Baking, a baking radio show that will focus on baking homemade goodies. And you will get delicious baked good recipes you can use for your next bake sale or anytime. So let's get in that kitchen and start baking. Are you ready for some sweetness and sugar? Primetime Baking is now live. Sweet Tooth Lovers, welcome back to Primetime Baking on American Variety Network. Before our intermission, I gave you recipes using cereal, pretzels, popcorn, and Oreo cookies in our Baking with Unusual Ingredients show. Now we're going to continue as I give you recipes utilizing candy and ice cream. So, now we're going to start with my personal favorite candy, Twix. Now, one of my favorite recipes that utilizes Twix is a Twix cheesecake. So, for a Twix cheesecake, you're going to need a prepared pie crust. And I personally recommend... Uh, a Oreo pie crust, but you can use whatever pie crust you like. So you're going to need a prepared pie crust. Then you're going to need four packages of Philadelphia cream cheese, softened. You're going to need one cup of sugar, one teaspoon of vanilla, four eggs, a cup of caramel sauce. And again, you can utilize my homemade caramel sauce. Or you could use uh, a, a canned caramel sauce. You're going to need 16 miniature Twix bars chopped in half. Directions. Beat cream cheese, one cup of sugar, and vanilla with mixer until blended. Add eggs one at a time. Mixing on low speed after each just until blended. Then you're going to add your caramel sauce and your chopped Twix. Pour over crust. Bake 55 minutes or until center is almost set. Run knife around rim of pan to loosen cake. Cool before removing rim. Refrigerate cheesecake for at least four hours. Then, when it's serving time, slice up a slice of the Twix cheesecake and serve it with fudge sauce or hot fudge. Now, you could also decorate with more Twix on top if you wish. 
Now, my next Twix recipe is Twix brownies. Now, for Twix brownies, what you want to do is make the Duncan Hines brownie mix. Follow the directions on the brownie mix. This is very similar to our caramel pretzel brownies. You're going to make the caramel sauce and top the brownies with that. But instead of topping the brownies and caramel with pretzels, we're going to top them with a Twix bar. And they are really, really delicious. You're going to uh, really enjoy this recipe. Now, my next Twix recipe is for a Twix cream pie. You're going to need a prepared pie crust. I, re I recommend an Oreo pie crust. You're going to need 8 ounces of cream cheese. You're going to need a cup of sugar, 2 cups of Cool Whip, a teaspoon of vanilla, a cup of caramel, and 18 Twix bars chopped in half. The miniature Twix bars. Directions. Beat the cream cheese, caramel, then fold in your Cool Whip and your chopped Twix bars. Pour into your prepared pie crust and refrigerate for four hours or preferably overnight. And you've got a delicious Twix cream pie. My next recipe utilizing Twix is Twix ice cream. What you're going to do, very simple, take some vanilla ice cream or your personal favorite kind of ice cream and add some caramel sauce and some chopped Twix bars. It's a very, very delicious dessert. Alright, moving along now, the next candy that we are going to talk about is Reese's. That's right. The America's favorite chocolate and peanut butter candy, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. And now, I'm going to start off by giving a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup Cheesecake Recipe. Alright, so here we go. For the Reese's Cheesecake, you are going to need four packages of Philadelphia Cream Cheese, a cup of sugar, a teaspoon of vanilla, four eggs, a half a cup of peanut butter, and about 16 miniature Reese's Pieces, or Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, excuse me. You could use Reese's Pieces as well, but I prefer to use Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. And of course, you're going to need a prepared pie crust. I recommend the Oreo one. Beat cream cheese, one cup of sugar, and vanilla with mixer until blended. Add eggs one at a time, mixing on low speed after each, just until blended. Pour over crust. Bake 55 minutes or until center is almost set. Run knife around rim of pan to loosen cake and cool before moving rim. Refrigerate cheesecake for four hours. So when you are beating your cream cheese, sugar, and vanilla, you want to add in your peanut butter. After you add your eggs, you want to add in your Reese's peanut butter cups or your Reese's pea cheese. Now the recipe I'm using for my Twix and Reese's cheesecake, if you guys can't tell, is the classic Philadelphia uh, cheesecake recipe that is really, really good. That is my go-to cheesecake recipe for when I'm going to make a baked cheesecake.
Now, my next recipe is for Reese's Cream Pie. It is a really, really good pie, and I think you guys are going to enjoy it. Eight ounces of cream cheese, a cup of sugar, two cups of whipping cream or Cool Whip, a cup of peanut butter, and 16 chopped um, Reese's peanut butter cups. Now, to make this, what you're going to do is you're going to combine the cream cheese, the sugar, and the peanut butter, mix it together, then fold in the peanut butter cups and the Cool Whip, and put that into your prepared pie crust, and put that in the fridge for four hours or overnight. Really, really good recipe. My next recipe is what some people call Reese's Peanut Butter Blossoms. It's a peanut butter cookie that has the Reese's in the middle of it. And for that, you're going to need a half cup of butter softened, a half cup of white sugar, a half cup of peanut butter, a half cup of packed brown sugar, one egg beaten, one teaspoon of vanilla extract, two tablespoons of milk, 40 miniature Reese's Pieces, or excuse me, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups Unwrapped. Why do I keep calling them Reese's Pieces? They're 40 miniature Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Preheat your oven to 375. Sift together the flour, salt, and baking soda, and set aside. Cream together the butter, sugar, peanut butter, and brown sugar until fluffy. Beat in the egg, vanilla, and milk. Add the flour mixture. Mix well. Shape into 40 balls and place each into an ungreased mini muffin pan. Bake at 375 for about 8 minutes. Remove from oven and immediately press a mini peanut butter cup into each ball. Cool and carefully remove from pan. Now that is the Reese's Peanut Butter Blossom Cookie. Now my last recipe for Reese's is a Reese's Brownie. Now you're going to prepare your Duncan Hyde's Brownie by following the directions on the back. You're going to bake your re your brownies by following the cooking directions on the back of the box. Then you're simply going to make a peanut butter icing, which is a 8 ounce package of cream cheese, a cup of peanut butter, and three cups of uh, powdered sugar. You're going to combine that until it's nice and combined. Then you're going to top your brownie with that peanut butter icing that you made. Then you're going to top it with crumbled Reese's peanut butter cups. And folks, those are my Reese's recipes. Now, the last unusual ingredient that I'm going to talk about for tonight's show is ice cream. You can make wonderful desserts with ice cream. Ice cream sandwiches, anyone? Ladies and gentlemen, all you've got to do is take two chocolate chip cookies or two cookies of your personal favorite and put vanilla ice cream in the middle and sandwich them together. You can also make an ice cream cake by taking two of your favorite layer cakes, 
whether it be a vanilla cake, chocolate cake, carrot cake, red velvet cake, marble cake. I've already given you so many uh, different kinds of cakes that you can use. Use your favorite ice cream. Now, for a red velvet cake, I'd use vanilla ice cream. Chocolate cake, I'd use vanilla ice cream. Vanilla cake, I'd possibly use either vanilla ice cream or strawberry ice cream or chocolate ice cream. There is a wide variety of different ice creams that you can use. You can also make ice cream parfaits using fresh fruit. You can also make homemade cooking and cream ice cream by folding in chopped Oreos. You can fold in chopped Twix bars, chopped Reese's, and things of that nature. So that's just a taste of what you can make ice cream dessert-wise. Alright? So, I think that is all of our recipes for tonight's show. Man, I sure did have a great time on this show. I certainly do enjoy coming on here talking about sweets because I am a sweet tooth lover and I certainly enjoy sharing my personal recipes with all of you. Folks, I hope you enjoyed this show, and I hope that you will use any of the recipes that I gave out here tonight. Now, my next primetime baking show is going to be a show where I'm going to give you some recipes from one of my online cookbooks that I have. Or I should say an app that I have on my smartphone that has a lot of baking recipes on it. That will be taking place in a few weeks here on American Variety Network. Ladies and gentlemen, sweet tooth lovers, chefs, and food lovers, I, Chef Alice Cardinelli, would like to thank you for tuning in to this episode of Primetime Baking here on the Chef Cardinelli Cooking Show on American Variety Network. Please like our fan page, Chef Cardinelli Cooking Podcast with Chef Alice Cardinelli on Facebook. Like our main show page, American Variety Network on Facebook. And make sure to download my app on the Google Play Store and the Apple Play Store so you can listen to any one of my podcasts, American Variety Network on Google Play and Apple Play. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been an episode of Primetime Baking here on American Variety Network. I'm your host, Chef Ellis Cardinelli. Have a great rest of your night, and thank you for tuning in. Bing, bang! Have a nice day.
Thank you for listening to this episode of American Variety Network. We really appreciate your listen. Feel free to download our app on the Google Play Store and the Apple Play Store. American Variety Network. Good night, everyone. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.